If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Happy Balls McWednesday. Hanging in there. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're making plans for uh, for beautiful weather this weekend. I don't know if you're going to the game or not, but uh, if you do, you're, you're going to be in good shape. We've got uh, an opportunity here. I, I it's, it's fascinating, I think. I have to admit, I find it fascinating. That line is not moving all that much, Matthew. I... You know, you and I do a gambling show together. You produce it, uh, College Sports Book. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, indeed. But let's pull up our handy. There it is right there. That's good radio, everybody. So one of the things that I note here is uh, now we, we have to take a good long look at uh, trending lines and all of that good stuff. You and I do that a lot, and we look at um, look at the numbers. But so for Florida State, uh, I was, and I said it at the beginning of the week, and I'm going to continue to say it, uh, and I think it's going to be very important, obviously, for Florida State, even though we unfortunately had to harp on the fact that it's not an overly talented team, and the frustration has mounted to a place where we all obviously have vented at varying points uh, and varying degrees. Uh, but what we were shocked by was the um, the line for Louisville being only, a, what was it, a two-point favorite? Two-and-a-half-point favorite? Yeah, it started out as one, and the highest I've seen it is two-and-a-half. So, again, I find this fascinating because there's no emotion in that line. 
And you wonder, I'm not here to say that Louisville is an elite football team, so I don't expect the line to be nine or something like that on the road. It's Malik Cunningham. He either plays really, really well or terrible. And perhaps that's the reason for the number, uh, that uh, the, you know he's not to be trusted. He's good, and then he's not. And when he's bad, he is really bad. I will be curious to see, just a quick note on the game, and tomorrow we'll get more into it, Friday more into it. Obviously, Saturday, uh, don't forget Tallahassee Game Day, 9 a.m., right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. I will be hosting that one semi-solo, but we'll have a chance to break down that game more. And, you know, I the, the key with him is is getting to him, and I know you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. Obviously, no quarterback likes pressure, especially no, no quarterback likes pressure up the middle. Uh, when they can't step into the throws, et cetera. But some are greatly affected uh, emotionally, mentally, uh, if they're shook early. Uh, and others have uh, far better resolve and can handle that sort of thing and still stand tall and make plays or whatever it might be. He's a guy that you've seen over the years that if you hit him a little bit, will struggle moving forward. And it is the one aspect of this Florida State team that I think if we were, were to be honest with ourselves, we're pretty happy with. And that is this defensive line, the front four, at least the starters. I mean, that, that's a group that has held their own, been pretty good. Not elite, but pretty good. And they have hit the quarterback. If you go look at all the advanced numbers, you per pass attempt, Florida State is, is pretty good in getting to the opposing quarterback and hitting the opposing quarterback. So maybe that's a reason. Maybe I just vetted it well enough here in the opening segment as to why that line is only two. But that stunned me. I mean, I think Florida State fans, we're all so down in the dumps and we've watched every – nobody's more aware. I was talking about faults at the end of last hour. I was talking about self-evaluation. I was talking about being honest with yourself and making changes and and, and self-scouting and all of that, right? Well, if you think about it this way, we always compare our greatest weaknesses to others' greatest strength. We, don't, we, we never look apples to apples. If we're self-conscious of something, right, we always compare our greatest weaknesses to other people's greatest strengths. And, we, you know, and, and then in that context, the chasm is wide, right? You're like, oh, my God. But that person has spectacular weaknesses somewhere else along the way, too, and this all kind of evens out if you're doing an honest assessment of the totality here, right? But so we watch and see the foibles and the mistakes and the maddening physical (laughs) shortcomings of this Florida State offensive line, and we use that offensive line because it is a big part of football. Not going to lie, real big part of football. We're not out here playing seven-on-seven. Now you got to block somebody. But the point would be, again, that um, we see that offensive line and we we feel – uh, gutted when we watch them, uh, especially when two starters are, are out and a third guy that you would have used in the rotation has been kicked off the team just from a talent standpoint. So when you do that, you know, you're like, oh, man, if I'm looking at that group, I think we can't beat anybody. Quite literally, I'm not sure we could beat anybody if I just think about that group. But that group isn't the only group. That isn't the only segment on the team. And there is a good defensive line coming to play on Saturday for Florida State. So perhaps 
there is a, a measure of hope to go along with the nice weather that we're going to be dealing with? I don't know. I'm not here to sell that hope. You're already bereft of that. You're already frustrated and angry. I know you're, you, you don't want to hear that. I'll just say I'm all over that line. You gave the two and a half. You're all over it for Louisville. Hey, listen, unless we find out that everybody's got a clean bill of health, and that Robert Scott is without question going to start with no ailments whatsoever, is just ready to go. And then we find out that Maurice Smith, you know, all of your starting five are good to go. No dings. No, they're not limited. They can move a little bit. Unless we hear that, yeah, man, I don't blame anybody who lays the number, whatever that's going to be, every single week Florida State plays. Save for the UMass game and maybe the Syracuse game, maybe. Uh, yeah, man, I get it. Because uh, you saw what happened. You saw what happened when those two guys didn't play. And it's... Um, <laughs> it's the, <laughs> I, the All you can do is laugh to keep from crying. Because you, you, you think about it. Again, I said this last hour when we were kind of taking a, a more measured approach to uh, watching these games and looking for uh, just little kernels, little nuggets, little little crumbs of evidence that uh, would give us a reason to believe or, or, or gain traction, as I said. You know, it is amazing to me. The one time that I, I, in the last week, I shouldn't say it's the one time, but privately in a conversation with somebody while talking about this team and this, this upcoming game and just the state of, of, of Florida State, right? Just the state of Florida State, right? I was having this conversation, and the conversation was not centered around how did we get here because this person was, you know, is, was uniquely informed and in place to know exactly how we got here, okay? And we've had this ongoing, this running dialogue of what was happening with Florida State football and where it was headed, and, I, and, and we just assumed at some point along the way we would avoid the level of disaster that we're currently under. That's that somebody would grab the wheel and go, oh, 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 guys, guys, woohoo! This ain't good. It's just not, it, we are on the cusp of financial ruin. We've got to get this back on track, guys. So we we assumed as much. It didn't happen, and so here we are. But while we were having uh, the conversation, uh, I said, you know. Even though we could list, and you go all the way back to the end of Jimbo's time. People forget, by the way, at the end of Jimbo's final year here, he had a losing record when, when he quit on Florida State and was told to get the hell out. He, um, he had a losing record. Now, obviously, Odell came in and won the last two, and we finished 7-6, and six, but he was 5-6 and six with Jimbo at the end. So it wasn't like things were going smoothly here. And he created the toxic culture that uh, had to try to be overdone, out, it, it, to, be, to be flipped, uh, and, and Willie couldn't, and, hey, you know, that's a that's a t- tough thing to take over, and so far Mike Norvellis is also failing spectacularly. So anyhow, uh, having said that, we we were saying, have you seen in any of these other rebuilds? But again, you know your faults as an individual. You know your greatest weaknesses. Your favorite team. Nobody knows your team, strengths, weaknesses, and everything in between. The good, the bad, and the ugly about your coaching staff. All of it. Your fan base. Any of it. Whether it's pro or college, nobody knows that like the person that roots for and is invested emotionally and otherwise in their team, right? So 
I asked aloud, though, as you go through this, as you go through the what is going to be a much slower and longer rebuild than one would like to believe, as you go through this, look around the rest of the country. Have you? I don't know of any program that has so consistently sucked in one specific area. I don't. How is it that you could go this many years, years, plural, without getting offensive linemen that could play? I mean, damn it, man. That is a long time to have that problem. Let's just put it that way. It's a long damn time to be really bad in one specific area. To be in shambles. To have nothing to hold on to in one specific area. You know, it'd be one thing, you're like, yeah, well, last year, remember they got the injury bug and they half their secondary was out and you just, you know, you, you're playing walk-ons. Oh, that's a toughie, Johnny. Yeah, that, that sucks. You know, injury's a big part of the game. You just got to hold your breath. Da, 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 da. And then the next year, your team's not any good. You're like, well, I'll tell you what. Having so-and-so graduate just killed us in the uh, – in the, in the running back room, you know, no Dalvin Cook to overcome some of these problems. This is really tough. I mean, golly, that we're going to have to find us another running back. We forgot how much we, he, how special he really was, right? And we're losing games now. We got no no explosive ability because we don't have a home run guy either out on the edges or or in the offensive backfield. Boy, that's a shame. We're going to have to get somebody. And then the next year you're losing games and you're like, boy, have you seen special teams this bad in your life? We're losing all the hidden yards. My God, our punter is ass and just, you know, all this, right? Then you're having that conversation. But that's not the conversation we're having. Oh, that's on the periphery. We eventually get to it. The conversation every Florida State fan has every year. Freaking. Every year is why can't we block anybody? Damn it, man. Why can't we block anybody ever? Ever. Ever. So we've moved on past the staying calm hour. Yeah, that hour was the first two. hour. That was the first hour. No, I'm serious. It's just you're like, well, what do you think? I mean, what do you think it is? It's, it I don't know. Be, I don't know. I don't know. They have to have somebody who can develop. Uh, well, Atkins is a good coach. I know that. But when he, the, he's molding dry clay. It's, it, you can't mold it. It's just falling to pieces. Like, well, let's make a giraffe. Oh, its leg fell off. You, They got no shot. This clay is dry. Somebody give me some moist clay. I can't build this giraffe. It's just falling. Its head just fell off. Every year. That that, that does. That that really does. Clearly, that gets to me. That gets to me. I do. That is the only time. (laughs) That is the only time, Matthew, where I'm watching a game either on the roof or in my living room or wherever it might be, right? People want to say, well, on the roof. I, Florida State games, I like to get up on the roof. Anyhow, so here's the thing. Not at my house. <laughs> That'd be odd. Hun, it's game time. I'll be on the roof if you need me. Throw up. <laughs> Throw up that pineapple I bought. Uh, <laughs> so anyhow, I... Uh, but that's the only time when I'm watching a game that I there's there's like a moment where somebody is a turnstile, where somebody just gets 
blown the hell up. I mean, like, destroyed. And it could be against the likes of Wake. Not Alabama, not Clemson, not Georgia, but, you know, Wake. And you see a guy just, well, that's just a straight bull rush. Looks like our looks like our right tackle just sacked our quarterback. You know, he's 300-plus pounds. That's amazing that that guy picked him up and just ran him straight into the quarterback. That is something to behold. That guy, it's the return of Reggie White. And he plays for Jacksonville State. That's amazing. So, yeah, you, you see things like that. That's when I snap. That is the only time that I'm like, all right, well, I, that's it. I need to go for a walk. I don't know that I can watch much more of this. That's really about it. That's the only time that I get that kind of angry. But, I mean, again, I don't know why. I mean, it's a, the definition of insanity. It, it is true. Now, they are throwing a boatload of numbers at this problem with this recruiting class. So, again, I don't want to leave it undone. They are efforting to radically alter the talent level of that room. And, man, that is also the answer is, once again, you could talk about, and I have, staying the course and trying to find uh, some evidence of, uh, of traction and, and moving forward, becoming something, having an identity, whatever it might be. But, man, you have better raised the floor of what's possible by bringing in some talent on the offensive line because that offensive line is an annual travesty. And that is something that I think is completely understandable. When voiced by Florida State fans, the utter shock and dismay that it's another year and that group is yet again in complete shambles. And I, it's like you become unreasonable. You, you just say things to yourself, well, well, that's it. You know what? And the transfer portal bring in 13 offensive linemen. Jucos. I don't care. Who, whatever you got. It doesn't matter. Well, Jeff, they couldn't get everybody. Just keep offering anybody. Anybody. That kid who plays out in Hawaii, get him. I know he's better than what we have. That kid over there, grab him. That student just walking across the yard, grab him. But he can play better. Just throw countless numbers at it. Yeah, you do. You get completely irrational. You just start saying crazy stuff. You just, it's like you want open tryouts. You, you put a note on campus. If you're a big son of a bitch and you ever played any amount of football at all and you want to play at Florida State, come on out this Saturday. I don't think we need to put that caveat on it. I don't care if you didn't play football. <laughs> Are you just a big dude? Are you 6'5 or bigger? Are you 300 pounds plus? All right. All right. Doesn't matter if you've ever played football. Come on out. We may have a spot for you. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com.
Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV on a Balls Wednesday. Some good games this week, and that Nebraska-Michigan State game is a good one. The Notre Dame-Wisconsin game at Soldier Field. I didn't realize until we did the research that um, Wisconsin and Notre Dame, it's kind of hard to fathom, have not played one another was the year on that 1964 yeah i think so 64 1964 they haven't played that's crazy to me yeah soldier field this game two teams haven't played since 1964 it didn't make any sense i also thought of something that we we saw this when notre dame came here kind of surprising you want to talk about breaking tendency and figuring out that you're not what you were just a year ago understanding that you're going through transition and that you have certain elements of your team that change to a point where you gotta you gotta call it different. Notre Dame has faced third or fourth and short through three weeks. So that's third or fourth and short, and by short it's three yards or fewer, okay? Fifteen times. Fifteen times. They've thrown the ball on ten of them. Those ten passes have produced six first downs, eight completions for 142 yards, and three touchdowns. That's the way you go against tendency. Now, their five rushing attempts on those 15 times have netted just two conversions and two stuffs and one um, fumble. It's pretty interesting. They have not uh, they have not been able to do any of that uh, that they did a year ago, and and again. Um, one of the offensive linemen that we were attempting to woo to come here, Kane Madden, uh, chose Notre Dame. And he's the kid from Marshall that everybody, you know, we all wanted. If you talk to Notre Dame people, they'll tell you, yeah, pretty damn average, which is surprising. And, uh, you know, given given his status and what he had achieved uh, at Marshall, but he he's he's not been good. And then they have another kid that hasn't played real well and they've been talking about that line now kind of being a problem at Notre Dame, which is so rare, uh, so they're having to kind of scheme around it. Notre Dame-Wisconsin will be physical. I wonder how bad Florida beat Tennessee. That, that line is 20 and a half. Something I didn't know, and it's only vaguely important because if you actually look at Tennessee's uh, record to this point and, and who it's against, you recognize that you derive certain numbers and say, well, slight step up in competition, my man. Uh, But so far, Tennessee has allowed 1.7 yards per rushing attempt. It's fourth in the nation. That's that's pretty impressive. Uh, But uh, that's that's probably, hey, it's a fugazi. I mean, they haven't really played anybody. I can't imagine that that's going to be, well, how about this? It will go up a sizable amount per rush uh, when they face Florida in the swamp on Saturday night. Because if you look at what Florida's doing, and this is maddening because, again, you have to tip the cap. Last week, for example, against Alabama, they only gave up 10 points in the second half of that game, and they outgained the Tide 440 to 331 in total. That is impressive. It's also impressive that um, Florida is, uh, is, is really the opposite of what they were a year ago. They simply could not run the ball a year ago. 
to the point that they completely gave up on it because they couldn't do it, and they had Kyle Trask, and they had weapons, so they could throw the football, obviously, with Pitts and all that. So they they did. They said, screw it, we're not going to do it. Uh, We can't do it, so what's the point? Through three games, that offense is averaging 35 points, 552 yards of total offense per game. 335 yards of that 552 have come on the ground on average. They're just running down people's throat, and that included Alabama. Damn it, man. And we have to hope, like hell, Anthony Richardson, I don't know, steals a laptop. Because he looks like Cam Newton, and dude... That guy there is going to be their future. It's not Emory Jones, and that's worrisome. That's troublesome. Very troublesome. All right, let's get some people some stuff here. Go ahead, throw it up. It is the incredibly good ticket giveaway is what this is from our friends at Zaxby's. We want to thank you, that Zaxby's. If you want a pair of indescribably good 50-yard line seats to FSU's next home game, Thanks to Tallahassee Zaxby's, you can get it. Here's what you got to do. Today's the last day for this this week. Now, you can do it again next week, but heads up. I've been telling you about this. If you didn't know it, here you are. Head to Twitter, tag Warchant and Zaxby's. So it's at Warchant and at Zaxby's. Send a photo or a video showing why you love being an old, even during these very difficult times. Ideas could include, for example, a tailgate this weekend with your friends. Show off your, uh, your man cave or capturing... Uh, Reactions to big plays. Most of those come against us, but, you know, you can capture that reaction too. And then uh, Wednesday of game week, hey, that's today. After the Jeff Cameron show, we'll select a winner. So you got time as the show continues now. You got time to get uh, 29 more minutes. Make it happen. Man. I'm looking. uh, Yep, there it is. That loss, yeah, how many? Six turnovers there. Nation, yeah, what's Corey Clark's? Ten total turnovers through three games. Seven of those are interceptions. Uh, Okay. What do we see with, um, of those seven interceptions, four by Jordan Travis, three by McKenzie Milton. Uh, Again, we were were talking a little bit about this. Talking, again, about baby steps, seeing nuggets, kernels of improvement, traction, something. Why don't we start by not turning the ball over this week? Now, I understand some turnover luck is, is just that. Sometimes, you know, tip passes happen and weird things happen. Guy puts a hand right on the ball or helmet right on the ball. I, I, I got it. But there have been a whole lot of forced mistakes here. So while we're trying to find an identifiable game plan or, or something that's centered around what marginal talent you do have, in particular in the uh, offensive backfield where I think you have two pretty good running backs and maybe one really good running back, I want to continue to see Treshawn Ward get the ball. But uh, off of that, how about we not force the football and put our defense in an unenviable position yet again uh, on the regular? Let's 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 get away from that. And maybe just maybe you have something. Maybe you have something in the way of what you had in the Notre Dame game, which is a chance in the fourth quarter. Let's get there. Let's get there. You know, it's funny. People will tell you that. Uh, the season's awash now. They're 0-3. And, and I largely understand and agree with that. This is not a good team. We've identified that. We know that the, the, the upside for this team is lacking. 
There's not a lot based on what we have to get excited about. But I also hear people say, well, you know, so what if they beat Louisville? What? What? No, 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 no. No, that's not how this works. When you're horrible and you're in the midst of a rebuild, every win means something. Every win is to be, uh, frankly, cherished. Now, you may say, I resent being in this position. It pisses me off that we're here. But it reveals a few things wins do. One of which is investment from the players and preparation from the coaches and evidence that hard work is still being put in and that they're not walking around clueless like zombies, afraid to compete, broken, shattered to a place where they're going through the motions. No, 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 no. Get you a win. Go Get you a win. I'm not saying they will. I mean, if they, if they win the game, uh, you know, there are underdogs at home for a reason. But if they win the game, we talk so much about why do these players always break down in crucial moments? Why don't they make the plays that are there to make? Again, when you're a bad team and you're going through a rebuild, you need something good to happen for you. You need something good to happen to you. You need a break early. Just something that uh, that gives you uh, a belief that, hey, we can win this game. You know, last week they got it. Unfortunately, they turned around and gave it right back. And one of your best players, one of your very best players, coughs it up. Now, I, I really took issue, and I've said it all week long, with the way they handled the Jason Corbin fumble. I would have given him the ball in the very next offensive series. It would have been the first thing that I did. He would have got the ball. That's a kid that is a good kid, a good character kid, a hardworking kid, a kid who has put in the time and who cares deeply. That's a leader. Give him the ball, man. He's not a fumbler. It happened. Give him the ball. That said, I mean, again, that was the palm to the sky moment. Like, are you kidding? You get that interception and then that happens? But the point would be, if you do somehow put it together and you fight on and win a game Saturday, it ain't nothing. It's something to build on. Hell, the next game is very winnable, too. After that, don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. (laughs) Don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Uh... We want to put up the number. We want to do this. We want to give away a little witch witch action. I got to be honest with you. I I'm a little upset at Tom right now. You can't find it. No, that's not it. He knows I'm not really a sociable person, and he I think he played a practical joke on me. He's got you having to read it. He made me answer the answer the phones because <laughs> he didn't have the number. <laughs> but right here on this phone, right it at, says the number the studio, is right there. There's a number pasted right there <laughs> for the phone. It's just proof he didn't want to do it. Yeah. He just didn't want to do it. So what is the number for people to win uh, a $5, uh, what is it, the, the Super Five Wednesday? meats, three cheeses, yeah, five yeah. bucks. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Don't use it on Wednesday. It's the Wicked. The number is 386-8255. Say it again. 386-8255. Call now. Which which? Delicious. Give it away a Wicked. Mmm. Five meats, cheeses. Deliciousness, 386-8255. All right. Third caller wins it. Make it happen. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. I thought. 
Congratulations to our uh, winner, Fletcher Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. Not really. Not really. Way to go, Fletcher. Good job, buddy. You're eating good. Thanks to our friends at Witch Witch. If a tree falls on your roof, that's not good. You don't want that. If you got structural damage, then you're really pissed. T-Spark Enterprises, roofing and construction, my man. Available to help come inspect the roof. You can also do you one better. Not only fix the roof, but they are licensed general contractors there at T-Spark, and they can take care of any structural da- damage and uh, and help you out there. Also, they know how to deal with the insurance agency, so they're going to get you back right, all right? Wind damage, missing shingles, any of it. Call T-Spark to inspect your roof. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't go into this game. I was asked about this during the break. I don't go into this game thinking it's an automatic loss. No, sir. And I'm not going to go to this game wearing a bag on my head. You shouldn't either. And and if they uh, are to win, I think you get loose afterwards. I think you owe it to yourself to get a little loose. I mean safely, but I think you got to get a little, little loose. Have a good time with it. I'm not calling for it. I see where you're going. At what point does every game become a cat five? <laughs> or is it that you're an adult and you've chosen to go to this game, so that's really on you? You know, I can only... It's funny. It, well, it's it's not funny, but it's what, where we find ourselves. Yes, I think the administration, the athletic department, and I would tell you this, the coaches of the other programs view football and each home football game as a Cat 5 because the football team's ineptitude leads to other problems with other programs. I can only imagine the level of resentment one might have if they were a coach of another program within Florida State's athletic department. Because, understandably, you know, we know football drives the bus. And I think all coaches, you could be the swimming coach, golf coach, tennis coach, doesn't matter, they all understand that, that that's the way it is. It's, it's, it's the money driver right there, okay? And so... Anything that any of the amenities that you associate with uh, athletic departments and things that uh, coaches need, whether it's equipment or new facilities or any of that stuff, right? That stuff is largely dependent on uh, the success of the football program, the continued success, the year in and year out success that Florida State was for a very long time. And, you know, listen. Uh, there's professional jealousies that play into that because you know you're told constantly, well, now you got to wait because the football team needs this or the football team needs to have this, and so therefore, you know, you, you, I, I gotta I gotta say no to this. Can't do that. You need this, and now how matter small, no matter how small it might be. For example, for example, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I have been ringing the bell for a long time. Uh, after I rang the bell, I began to. Sound the siren. We went from bells to sirens. Then I just started screaming from the mountaintop with a bullhorn that if you are to take a walk around Dickhauser Stadium, Mike Martin Field, Dickhauser Stadium, you 
one of the things you see, one of the many things you see, is is crap. You see rust and mold and just ass sorry. At least in terms, just ass sorry, like a, just a general state of ass sorry. Like you walk in, you're like, this place is a dump. Used to be the Taj Mahal. You walk in the Dick Houser Stadium now. Take a good look at Dick Houser Stadium. Look at the cobwebs and the rust and the standing water. Look at it all. And that's just not, that's not even the innards. If you were to look inside or go down below, you'd be horrified. You'd go, Jesus, look at this dump. It's going to fall right out from underneath all the old people who attend these games. This is, the, this is a nightmare. And, uh, and, and I'm not even kidding. It's, it's embarrassing. We've gone from the envy Many moons ago, trust me, many years ago, back when I used to do the PA for Florida State Baseball. That's how long ago it was considered, and that's 20 years ago, folks. That's, that's how long, more than 20 years ago. That's how long ago this was a, you know, a symbol and an emblem of what could be great about college baseball. And, uh, and in terms of facility, people would come and say, man, look at that. When they added on to it and they just the look of it, oh, it was beautiful. And now... It's a nightmare. And I know that lots of people that work over at Florida State Baseball have said, we can use a little help. We can use a little help. Guys, I'm getting a little worried here. Got some issues, like every time it rains. And, uh, and then and then next thing you have, you know, is, uh, well, sorry, can't do it. You know, have you seen the football team? So the football team continues to lose and not get better, and, and there's a lot of weight. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of that that uh, falls at the feet of, of any football coach and, and the football program in general because if they were to succeed and there were sold-out games week in and week out, then maybe you get a yes. Maybe uh, the softball coach, Lonnie Alameda, maybe any of the coaches, any of the, any of the other coaches get a yes for some of the little things they're asking for if football is isn't face down in the muck. But football is face down in the muck. Just laying there, listless. Not even trying to get the hell up. I'll take that back. They're trying. Trying and failing. So then you have a lot of resentment. Now, I'm not speaking on behalf of anybody because I think this is a collective resentment. I think the community, the local restaurateurs and bar owners people who might work for a sports website. I think fans and alumni and boosters. I think the coaches of the other programs. People who generally like to watch decent football. That is the weight. That is the collective weight that is and frustration that is projected onto this football program. And understandably, I, I mean, look, guys, going to need you to get up. We're going to need you to get your face out of the muck. Get to all fours. Just start there. Just get, breathe, get to all fours. Maybe we'll try to get under one knee and then slowly just stand. <laughs> but I, w- I could see it, you know. Again, I could just, I'm driving. You know, there I am, I'm driving, and I'm a very good volleyball coach. Boy, I'm a good volleyball coach, and I'm working my ass off. Get this volleyball team some victories. Here we are. You know what we need? We need some new shoes. These shoes are shaky. There's a new shoe that other volleyball programs have, and we need that shoe because 
you can just tell it does wonders for those other volleyball programs. I'm going to ask collectively for some new shoes for my volleyball players because, you know, we've worked hard. We've done everything we're supposed to do. I've recruited well. I work night and day to make sure we can set and bump and spike. We're doing it better than anybody. And then, and then I go in and I say, listen, we need some new shoes. It's not much to ask for, but just some shoes. And they say, have you seen the football program? Get out of my office, Jeff. We'll come back and wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out WarChant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's WarChant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. And away we go as we get set to wrap it up on the Jeff Cameron Show. i, I got to get into this tomorrow when we have Redemption Thursday. Looking forward to Redemption Thursday. I've had a bunch of games jump out at me, but um, I was also going through the numbers in the NFL. You know, we've suspected as much and we've said as much, um, but the, um, the numbers bear this out these days in the NFL more than ever before uh, regarding home field advantage or a lack thereof. How little home field means in the NFL anymore. I, I don't know that it was ever uh, nearly as important as coaches, players, and fans think it is uh, statistically. But I do know in in the modern era, it's certainly, and I have numbers to back it up for tomorrow's conversation. It certainly isn't important, um, even even slightly, like not important at all. <laughs> Pretty I amazing. Will, I will say I used um, on piggybacking on that and the number that you've shown before um last week in a pool we might yeah might have been a pool um i took two road dogs with mm-hmm. 10, 10 plus points and they both hit oh buddy well in the nfl if you're getting 10 points of anywhere it's a, it's a if you did it all year long you'd have to remain consistent i don't remember what the other one was but houston was the obvious one it was houston and cleveland houston was getting 12 and they lost by what touchdown there, um, there's. I think. Well, I'll I'll save it for tomorrow. We we've got time. I got to get to the probables. It's probably best that I do so. So, if you want, cue it up. And I'll make the read, and we'll get to. I was caught off guard. Oh, buddy, it's the end of the show. We got to make it happen. Come on. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. Probables brought to you by our friends at North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding, integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Blue Jays Rays. That's been a fun series. Julian Merriweather and Luis Patino, Kansas City and Cleveland tonight. Carlos Hernandez, Logan Allen, Nats Marlins, Josiah Gray. Love it. Elsier Hernandez. Orioles, Phillies. How'd you guys, did you guys lose to the sorry-ass Orioles yesterday? Buddy, we lose Come on, to man. the Orioles, the Rockies. You got the Pirates coming up. You may lose to us, too. Might get swept. Buckos went over the win total as projected by Vegas with the win yesterday. Get you some of that, baseball. <laughs> Keegan Aiken goes for the Orioles. Oh, my Aiken ass. 
Zach Wheeler going for the Phillies. If you can't beat Keegan Aiken, you may not want to watch another Phillies game this year. I haven't in weeks. When you get swept by the Rockies, it's just time to call it. Call it a day. Rangers, Yanks, Taylor Hearn, and Corey Kluber. We got the Mets and the Red Sox, Juan Walker and Chris Sale. Twins, Cubs, Joe Ryan, Kyle Hendricks, Cardinals, Brewers, Miles Mikolas. Oh, you're not going to try it. Brett Anderson goes for the Brewers. Dodgers, well, can you do this one? Dodgers, Rockies, Walker Bueller. Trapper keeper. Thank you. Herman Marquez. Astros, Angels, Luis Garcia, Jansen Junk. Hey, now. Mariners, A's, Chris Flexen, and Cole Irvin. Braves, D-backs, Ian Anderson, Merrill Kelly. Giants, Padres, good series. Scott Kazmir, Vince Velasquez. Pirates and the Reds are going to play in perpetuity. They just they play all the time. Connor Overton and Luis Castillo. We got the White Sox and the Tigers. May get postponed. Don't know. Rain on the horizon. Ronaldo Lopez and Casey Mize. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the pup. I don't know. I can't start anything new. I, I felt this was cathartic today. I thought we got a little bit of talking. But you know what we got to do? We got we to we 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 look at this next game and then the one after. Just, just kind of be here, be present, be where your feet are, baby. Let's go. Because to do what I see everybody do in the chat and everybody do on the message boards and everybody does on the Twitter and uh, and in the Facebooks and all that good stuff is scream at each other about who is personally responsible for this disaster. It's like, well, it was uh, it was uh, I don't know. We can go all the way back to Jimbo, and then after after Jimbo, then it's it's Willie, and no, now it's Mike, and no, 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 it's always the athletic director. I mean, Stan did a terrible job. Oh no, it's not Stan. Okay, well, it's it's the fact that uh, you don't have a current athletic director. You just have a guy filling the role. Okay, well, and maybe maybe it was when Monk Bonasort died, and or maybe it's it's uh, maybe it was the president. Hey, gotta look at the president. How about the chairman of the board? Got, let's look at everybody. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, you sprinkle it all in there. Yes to all of it. Doesn't do you any good. We're here. We're here now. Right here, right now. Out here sucking on a daily basis. Hey now. Phrasing. But it's just best to set that aside, yell at each other, I don't know, on a different day, and see if we can get any sort of traction this Saturday. Something that is evidence to the good this Saturday. If not, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it honestly on Monday. But maybe... Maybe you get a kernel, just a nugget. That's been the theme. Maybe you get it this weekend. And at the very least, while you're searching for it, while you're trying to find it and latch on to it and believe in it and hope for it and all that good stuff, you're going to be doing it in good weather around people that you love, presumably. Maybe a few that annoy you. But for, for the most part, I mean, every group has that, right? A lot of times you had a tailgate, you like 9 out of 10. But that 10th, just kind of ignore them. Go over by the chips. Good work out of you, Matthew. Good work. Out of you guys, thanks for listening on the Balls Wednesday. Listen to Greg Tish tomorrow morning and me tomorrow afternoon for Redemption Thursday Wagers. There it is. Peace.